Lesson three, truth. I want to emphasize the importance of truth as opposed to opinions. Truth is that which will always come out in the end. It will always win. But human beings generally like to work with opinions. They think that a thing ought to be this way, and to them that becomes a subjective reality. And they may be able to enforce that reality on others for a certain period of time. But because it's purely subjective, in time it can't win. In time only truth will win. So don't be interested in opinions, even your own opinion, but be interested in what is real. Now this is in group dynamics and in the question of leadership becomes extremely important because people are, are uh, usually swayed by their opinions about something. And you will find that in any group discussion, opinions are what cause people to uh, argue back and forth. And yet, underneath that, there are two things. First of all, if you can get them to respect truth, that's the way you can win. But secondly, very often I've seen that people argue on opposite sides of the same issue, meaning the same thing. A man I knew who was very successful in business, and a very calm man, very impersonal, very impartial, at board meetings he would sit and listen to uh, the arguments flying back and forth on two sides of an issue. And after a while he would calmly say, it seems to me what we are saying is this. And he'd state the situation, he'd state the problem, the solution, whatever it might be, in such a way that everybody said yes. You will find as a leader that if you can stand back a little bit and look for the truth and not get involved in opinions, then you will often be able to resolve conflicts and you will also um, be able to win the respect of people because they will see that you are not interested in just what you think is right, but what really will work. As a leader, what is very important in this respect is, is also a willingness to cede your position if you find that it isn't the right one. Most leaders will go down with the ship. Most leaders will insist on saving face by just hanging in there with their opinion. Well, sooner or later that opinion won't hold, and you'll gain a lot more respect from everybody if you recognize that fact quickly and give in quickly. Nobody can be right all the time. You don't owe it to the people under you to be right. You owe it to them to be truthful. In this, in the, uh, on the question of truth, there's another way of looking at it too. You need to be true to truth. You also need to be true to your work and to your co-workers. Loyalty to them is what will win their loyalty to you. Support of them is what will win their support of you and for your projects. Willingness to let them uh, be right and you to be wrong if you see that they are right. There's another aspect to that too, but this comes more under the question of supportive leadership, and that is that often you'll find it helpful if uh, you have an idea and they have another one that may not be as good as yours, to let them do it because that's the way they'll grow. That's the way they will develop their ability to participate responsibly in your enterprise, in your company, whatever it might be, and develop the ability gradually to discern uh, from their experience. One uh, well-known business leader 
attributed his success to a willingness to allow his subordinates, his employees, to make their own mistakes. And if you can, if you can, if the company can survive that kind of thing, because some mistakes are greater than others, but basically that's a very good attitude. So to be true to others, truthfulness means then also to be open, open to other people's ideas, open to new possibilities. A truthful mind is no longer a committed mind in the sense of, I've got to go this way, or I want to go this way, or I want all of us to be this way. It's not committed in that way. It's committed to truth. And so it has to be open. It doesn't wish things to be true if they aren't true. It doesn't will that something be so, and it's not. It just says, well, I'm willing, I'm open. And you listen to other people's arguments, you listen to other opinions, and I find with the people that I work with that there's never an argument. There may be disagreement, but there's never dissension. Why? Because everybody listens to everybody else. We listen to each other's opinions, we listen to each other's uh, uh, wishes for something, we listen to other people's interpretations of something, and you'd be surprised how, how enlightening it can be to hear many people out on any given subject, different points of view, can be extremely revealing, extremely refreshing. But none of them are possible if you're closed to truth. So when I speak of seeking truth, I mean to be therefore open, to have an attitude of openness to new ideas, new ways of doing things, new statistics that may negate the statistics you've been living by for many years. It's been said that the mark of a civilized human being is a willingness to re-examine re one's first principles. And I think we must have basically that attitude. There are, of course, some principles that we would never seed on, truth being one. Uh, a first principle is a belief in truth, and I wouldn't be willing to give that one up because I'm convinced it's true. But if it's true, then at least it should be uh, something I can justify. It should be able to stand up under examination. And so the willingness to re-examine, re-evaluate one's first principles does not mean a continued process of re-evaluation. If you do that, then you become like Hamlet, who could never make up his mind to do anything. The Hamlet complex is the uh, um, the great obstacle to success in leadership to not be able to make up your mind. Openness, therefore, and a willingness to re-examine is altogether different from a constant re-examination. You have certain principles. You know from experience that they are right, that charity is more important than lack of charity, uh, honesty is more important than dishonesty, truthfulness than lying, and so on. You know these things. You're willing to if somebody comes up and challenges you, but basically you have these out of the way and you proceed on the basis of them toward what you're trying to accomplish. So openness, by openness, I don't mean that uh, you are constantly just sort of going back and forth on issues. In fact, this is another important point to sort of add to the question of openness, and that is be open, but don't be too open. By that, I could put it this way, don't be so open-minded that your brain falls out. So many people, they, they, uh, they, they discuss so long that the energy becomes paralyzed. 
At a, after a certain point, and only by experience and a certain intuitive sense will you know when that point is there, in any discussion, there comes a point when it's best to close the door and do something than nothing. Because if you, if, if you find the level of energy, let's put it this way, if you find the level of energy in any discussion beginning to get paralyzed, beginning to get a little lower, uh, at least what I've found, and I have to keep bringing it back to my experience, partly so that you can realize that the experience of one person is limited, and I may be wrong in what I'm saying. But my experience tells me this, that at that particular point, it's better to say, no, we're going to do this, and not listen to anybody else. And a few people will grumble, oh, he didn't listen to my idea, and so on. But you've reached that point where you know that if you did listen too much, you'd your willpower would be paralyzed, the willpower of the group would be paralyzed, and you wouldn't be able to proceed. In that situation, a uh, mediocre solution is better than uh, a continually deferred solution in the expectation of finally arriving at a perfect one. Why? Well, for one reason, that, uh, 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 for one reason if you take some solution, as long as it's not bad, some solution, it will be a movement of energy, and in that movement of energy you'll begin to attract better solutions. And nothing that you do should be a commitment to the horizon. Let it be a commitment to the next step you take. Be always ready at a moment's notice to turn left or right. Don't say that, that uh, uh, the policy of this company demands such and such. If the policy is a bad one, then think about changing it. Don't say that, well, our experience mandates that we do so-and-so. Experiences can change. Truths can change, except uh, eternal truths. Realities can change in this relative world. And so in your openness, be willing to change direction, be willing to see new opportunities. At the same time, don't be willing to consider things to the point where your own level of energy, of creative energy, diminishes.